Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. At the Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a new Honda and be on your way to desert treks, lakeside getaways, and mountain paths so remote you need an actual map. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Accord and 0% APR on the 2021 HRV or Pilot. Start your Honda safe adventure at NorCalHondaDealers.com. See dealer for financing details. What's up, reviewers? It's your man, Benny Blue, and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by RotoSurance.com. Protect your fantasy team by buying fantasy sports insurance today. Go to RotoSurance.com and use our promo code JBBenny20 for 20% off your order. Four, three, two, one. Reviewers, if you hear JB and he sounds like he's crying... (coughs) He's not crying. Hey. The man is under the weather, but he should be crying. Here's a joy because it is a seminal moment in this fine recording. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, if you are just joining us for the very first time, you are officially listening to the 100th. That's right. I didn't stutter. Bietches. 100. The 100th episode of the JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. 98 plus um, two. 98 plus 2. JB, for the new reviewer, the person who has stumbled upon this fine, savage-ass recording for the very first time in their God-given life, tell them who you are and what you're about and what you're doing on this motherfucking train of savagery that we bring to these reviewers each and every week. Oh, man. Uh, My name is Jeremy Bridges, man. I am a 10-year NFL vet. Uh, graduate and alumni of the University of Southern Mississippi to the top, homecoming day, matter of fact. To the top. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, I am a father of six wonderful children. I am a man of God and I am a man of the people. All right. I'm a coach, I'm a mentor. I am all the above. All right. I think I am not. Fuck Ninja. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I am not that guy. All right. You know what I'm saying? Jeremy Bridges. Right here, checking in the JB and Ben Group podcast with my partner, my main man, Benefred Ryan Smith. You know what I'm saying? Let them know about Mr. Benjamin Ryan Smith. Yes, that's me. Benefred is my, in fact, name on my driver's license and social security card. You can check it if you need to. But no, it's your guy, Benny Blue, stand up comedian, podcaster, and entrepreneur extraordinaire. I worked in the music industry for many years, also had the privilege. To work with some professional athletes, mostly NFL, some NBA, and uh, just an all-around hustler, man. And I have a, a shared passion with my brother from another in in this NFL thing, in the sports thing, in this music thing, in this life thing. Yeah. All right. On this last episode, JB even proposed that himself and myself take it upon ourselves to rewrite the Constitution. Yeah. And you know what? Given the times yeah. that we're in, JB, I think it's a goddamn good yeah, idea right. that we, we take we, that pass upon ourselves. The right? Of the people, you know what I'm saying? Right, we're fucking. We're we're gonna redo the whole preamble of the shit. Right. You know what Why I mean. Not? But run that episode back if you want to get more details on that. The point is, we came together in interesting parts of our life, where you know the Bizzleman himself was pretty freshly removed from the league. And and for those who follow NFL players, 
certainly not saying this about my man because I, I I figured this out about him right away that as he mentioned in his introduction of who he is, he had other things in life happening. But the one thing that I noticed about JB and how we came together, and for those who don't know the history, run it back. I had him on my personal podcast, the True Blue Podcast, and it got such a good response, and he enjoyed it so much. He not only proposed that we do a podcast together, he already had the name in mind, so I knew it was magic from start to finish. We were ready to go. And the one thing that I always try to champion out of my man, because let's face it, reviewers, I do stand-up. I already talk a lot of shit. That ain't nothing new to me. But I knew knew my guy had a personality that was just waiting to be taken to the next level, and I knew that we could build something together. And that's how we got to that point, man. Understand, reviewers, especially those who have been rocking with us since episode one. Hell, reviewers that have been with us for the last 20 episodes. I know a lot of you have been with us since the beginning of football season, and we appreciate all of you. We really appreciate anyone that wants to check out what we're doing and enjoys what we're doing. But understand, when you're doing this thing completely independent, popping the trunk like No Limit Records, understand that there's a lot of work behind the scenes that goes into it. Hell, JB will be the first to tell you, I'm sure. Sometimes, reviewers, listen, we love you motherfuckers, but sometimes it ain't the easiest thing to come up with topics and get the motivation no, to talk to you and, and come up with segments. Do JB, not. just talk about talk about your experience over these 100 episodes about what you've, what you've really pulled out of yourself and how you've changed as a, as a, as a, as a man of words to give the reviewers and be for the people and give them the shit that they need. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, in my in my personal experience, it, it comes as growth. Like that's that's the main word I can think of when I think about a hundred episodes that we've done together. Growth. Uh, you know, when we first started, it was fun, it was cool, uh, and it's still all of those things. But now, I'm never gonna say it's a business because it's too much fun to be a business. But at the same time, we are we want to be taken serious because we're we're men. We're doing something. We're putting a product out there. We want our product to be the best, and and that pride thing really taken has taken over when it came to come to this whole JB and Benny Blue thing. We want our product to be the best. I love when people come to me and say, "Hey man, you guys show it's crazy. You guys are good. You know, I love the points you made about this that, and third. All those things are are pluses, and and they make it they make they make it all the more relevant. And, and when the reason why I say relevant is because a lot of times when you're doing this, it's like it, it doesn't even seem like it's real. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, it, doesn't really, it doesn't really seem like it's real, like it's touching the people, like really touching the people. But until Benny starts throwing out numbers, you're like, damn, we, we really are getting out there touching the people. And again, people are coming to you and they're saying things about podcasts and they're mentioning things that you said or Benny said in the podcast. It's like, man, people really digging this. So at this point, it's, we want to continue to put a quality product out there. Yeah, you you do have to push through it, just like anything else in life. It's it, some days you don't feel like doing it, and I know a lot of times you know what I'm saying Benny has, has pushed me, you know what I'm saying, to do it. And like because I, I like a lot of times like if I got other things going on, I'll be like, damn, bro, I ain't got time. Yada yada yeah. Well, gotta make time. You know what I'm saying because this is what we do. So it, it, it's like like I always tell my kids, start it, you gotta finish it. If you start it, you know you gotta finish it. You might well be the best at it. So. That's, that's where we're at, man. I love doing it. Love my brothers. You know what I'm saying? I do it with. It's it's just, it's it's fun. You know what I'm saying? It's something I look forward to every week. It's, it's a way of getting things off my chest. It's a way of, of, of it's mental. It's it's a, it's a mental release to be able to hop on the mic and just shoot it and tell it how it is. 
and, and, and give my experiences as, a, as an ex-Tempo athlete, as a coach, as a mentor, and, and the things that I know, sure, the things that I'm learning. Yeah, man, and I think just to speak to the new reviewers, I think if this is the very first time you've ever heard this show, and maybe you you know you saw a tweet about it, or you saw other people talking about it, or however, because I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say we're at the level that we want to be, but it's definitely like JB kind of alluded to when you first start out. Like sometimes you know you're putting out a good product, and you know people are listening, but you can't really tell who is listening because it's not really in the grand scheme of things, it's not really a lot of people. And then as you can as you continue to grow and you put out a tweet or you see something and you check the 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 reach of it and you see it reach 3000 5000 10000 people whatever it is you're like okay this shit's starting to make an impression or when you put up an ad or you tell people about it and like you said JB's getting handed like some real some real like like hip hop shit when you when when they were doing hand to hands with tapes when you get people in your face giving you real feedback and I think to touch on this point, I think that's also what makes it fun in terms of the experience that we have. Because JB said it, I mean, you know, when there are days when I could tell, you know, you know, listen, reviewers, at the end of the day, we're grown men, we got our we got our responsibilities, and I know there are days when, you know, we're all we're all bogged down by life and we got our own shit to deal with. And like JB said, like we we push each other to make sure that we get it done. And oddly enough, those usually end up tending to be our best episodes. Right. On the episodes right. where in, in our patented production meeting, we're both like, yeah, okay, this one's going to be quick. It's only going to take a half hour. That one will end up taking an hour, and it'll actually end up being really good. So it's, it's kind of funny how, how that works. And I think for all the new reviewers out there, new listeners who are just getting in tune with what we're doing, I think that we're gonna you're going to appreciate that about this podcast. Because... Of course, we talk about relevant topics, but we make it a specific point, and that does is what kind of makes the show a little bit more challenging. Is that we make it a point, reviewers, to deliver you a quality product that's not just going to be rehashing the same old bullshit that you hear on the sports shows throughout the week. All these talking heads screaming about shit that doesn't even really matter, and they're not really getting to interesting layers of things that you might not have thought of, or is not being talked about enough, especially. And, you know, the other thing about it is, too, we can we can crack our jokes and we can talk our shit. But ultimately, all the other thing, too, as JB said, we want to put out a quality product because you can tell reviewers, you know, we're, we're competitive. We want to be the best and we want to we want to put out something that we know that you're going to enjoy. And I think that now it's starting. To, and I told I told JB knows I said this from the very beginning. I said, wait, just wait till we get to episode 100. I'm not saying it's going to be ringing, ringing off the hook like we're on every billboard and every fucking commercial and all this wild shit. But when we get to episode 100, we're going to know what we have. And reviewers, I think we really do have something special with you. So just to kind of put a bow on that from, from my perspective, man, it really means a lot, reviewers. It really does because we, we enjoy doing this. And we're having fun doing it. And who the sky's the limit on what we, what we can do with this thing. We always have things in the works. And of course, if you're in LA, please come out two Saturdays from now. Dave and Buster's in Hollywood. We are having a hundred episodes of party. Shout out to our guy DJ Hydro holding us down. It's gonna be a good time. We're gonna have friends, supporters, listeners, everything in between. Geeks of Palooza. Oops, did I say that? Oh, There's gonna be some women's out there. Uh, it's just going to be fun man it's going to be a nice way to celebrate and you know it's a good place to do it and shout out to them for having us and shout out to DJ Hydra who's been really holding us down since the beginning and um, at the end of this episode we're going to get into our savage picks we're going to be sharing some clips from 
some of the episodes you may remember, some of the episodes you may have missed from some of our past moments, some of just our our crazy ass moments between the two of us. Of course, the 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 special NBA correspondent Mark Denage and everything in between with some of our guests. Um, listen, man, no, nothing more to be said on mine. Any any anything else you have on just our appreciation for for doing this and and you know the the fucking reviewers out there who've been fucking with us, man. Man, look, all I can say is, damn, 100. You know what I'm saying? I never, never thought that we would be here. It, it, it just seems so far away. But the more right. we did, the more we did. April 2016. You know, man, we're, we're right here. So, hey, go keep it rocking. We gonna, as they say, we're going to rock it the wheels fall off. Mm-hmm. True indeed. As, as JB says so often, true fucking indeed. Well, reviewers... We know why you came here. Of course, you're celebrating with us. We do appreciate it. But ultimately, you got to get into some foosball. First and foremost, again, if you're your first time listening to us, follow us at JB and Benny Blue for all your social media needs. Please go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. That shit's really important. It really helps us move up the charts so we can reach even more of you savages out there who are in tune with what we're doing and appreciate this fucking fine audio recording that we are delivering to help you either get through your day or just get through some 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 new sports talk. You want to talk some music, whatever it is. We got you, player. We promise. So give us that five star rating, please. It really does mean a lot. It only takes literally like sixty seconds to do, so we appreciate it. And if you if you're not an iTunes person, that's cool. We're on we're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Castbox, iHeartRadio, and full episodes starting with episode ninety nine. And yes, reviewers, I will go back and upload our catalog. Bear with me because that shit does take a minute. But I will be putting up all the episodes eventually. Starting now, all full episodes will be on YouTube as well. So you've got no excuses, baby. you got plenty of places to listen, all right? So that's how you do it. JBandBennyBlueReview.com for all past episodes as well. And that's that with that, with the business end of it. So uh, touching on a little bit of college foosball. Uh, starting out, my big blue. Thank God I didn't get to see the full game because I had some business to attend to. But uh, we got it done. We, uh, we uh, smacked around Sparty. Uh, as we should, you know, you know, Sparty's been making some hay over the last decade, ever since they got D'Antonio. But damn it, Michigan, we talked about la- these last couple episodes, JB and I. They're starting to put it together. They're starting to correctly utilize their talent. They're starting to, you know, to control the line of scrimmage, and they got it done today, 21-7. That was a much-needed win um, for uh, Mr. Khaki Man himself, because uh, he hasn't been doing too good against, you know, uh, uh, power, power ranking or, you know, ranking teams in terms of top 25 especially top 10 and rivalry games especially so thank the good god that they got a win today on the road against right, party right. um was that was that was a was two that was to the top did they play today they play yesterday uh, they played today at seven o'clock and we're playing the uh yes they road runner uh right now i'm trying to figure out who the hell you just i was gonna say yeah the fuck is that oh hey by the way, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, Adidas re-released the uh, South South Central Louisiana State Unis. Did you oh, see that shit? Of course I did, and, and please believe I'm I'm, I'm getting that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Word to Bobby that. Boucher. Got to get that. Yeah, yeah, man. So anyway, big big blue one. Southern Miss is playing tonight. Uh, game seven, motherfucking Dodgers. Come on now, let's set the city on fire, goddamn. Let's get the World Series. Let's go. Come on. Look, I don't really care who wins, you know what I'm saying? Just whoever whoever gets there, just beat Boston, please. please. Right, right, no shit. Jesus. 
Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry Red Sox, but come on now. We, we ain't really, we ain't fucking with that shit. But hopefully, hopefully it is LA and Boston because I think that'll be more interesting. I'll, I'll definitely watch it if that's the case. Uh, moving through a little bit of you know, college football, there's some other games. You got Washington, Colorado is pretty close right now. Alabama's they're they're doing their thing against Tennessee. You know, they're doing the Alabama thing. LSU, interesting matchup against Mississippi State. Uh, Oregon Wazoo might be interesting. And shout out to uh, I heard a shout out to um to a uh, big boy that's big boy of Outcast. His son committed to Oregon. So shout out to him. Um, yeah, man. That's 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 a little college food. Don't forget, uh, don't forget LSU and Mississippi State tonight. It's gonna be a good SEC matchup, man. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, LSU, LSU get, getting the big win. They moved up to number five. So last week was very interesting, man. There was a, quite a few upsets that really shook this shit up in terms of the potential college football playoff and, you know, that that whole shit. Um, so a lot of these teams, man, they control. They really do control their destiny, including my Wolverines. So as long as they don't they don't lay an egg, which let's be honest, reviewers. You know, being 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 the optimist realist that I am, it is possible. But from what JB and I were talking about in our patent production meeting, you know, they get past Penn State next week. They can hopefully run the table, and then whoever, and then when they play Ohio State, that's basically going to be a play-in game. Whoever wins is going to the big dance. So we'll see. And then, uh, you know, of course, you got Clemson around there. LSU's now number five. Notre Dame's bitch ass is kicking around. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Oklahoma's always there. There are a few teams in the mix that could legitimately get in. Bama, you already know what time it is at Bama. They're probably not going to go anywhere anytime soon. But oh, yeah. the rest of the playoff, you don't really know. It's kind of it's kind of wide open right now. Bama will be sitting there waiting on whoever, waiting whoever, whoever wins. Exactly. Yeah, they they know, although, the, although, the though, although they got to watch out for LSU. This That's true. That's going to be hitting. offense for us. Well, they got that, that uh, transfer. To get Wisconsin thing. Mm-hmm. He's playing good ball, leading that team, and then they just got a talent squad. Man, Coach O really got the right. Right, yeah, yeah, man. We'll 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 see what shakes with that. Um, but hey, let's uh, get it. Let's get into it with Savage Picks Week Seven. But before we do, we got to see how we did in motherfucking Week Six. And with a drum roll, please. JB, it was a rough week. He's at 41.50 and 2, and your boy is knotted up at 546.46 and 2. It was a cold-blooded week last week, starting right off the bat with my dumbass pick of the Giants over the over the, uh, the EAGLES Eagles, which JB correctly picked. Uh, we both thought the Buccaneers were going to get a, an upset over the Falcons. That shit didn't happen. Uh, picked, the, picked the Steelers correctly. Put faith in the Browns. It didn't happen. Uh, Vikings got a win. Uh, unfortunately, over the Bird Gang. Seahawks got a win as well. Um, both of our fucking my bookie bets of the weeks were absolutely wrong. So God bless America on that. And the Pats, dude, got it done. And then the Cheese Eaters, in a surprisingly good game, oh, yeah. got it done on uh, Monday Night Football. Man. All right. That's that's what happened in week six. That's over. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's over. Well. What's going to happen in week six? I don't know. Week seven. We're about to find out. Ladies and gentlemen, it is week seven of the 2018 NFL season. Savage picks. Ah, cue the music. Let's go. Let's go. Go. Now, we have to start off on a store subject. And I'll leave it to JB about how much he wants to talk about it. Broncos at Cardinals. Cardinals 
What the fuck? Uh, that's, all, that's all I'm saying. JB, yeah. JB, speak, speak, well, speak your sermon. Speak your sermon. Two turnovers early in the first, kind of, you know, putting his behind the eight ball. Um, it, look, bottom line, bottom line, Mike McCoy got fired. All right, and I'll put it on a story. Okay. Mike McCoy is a great man. He's a great coach. He's just not a position. He's not a play caller, and he's not a head coach. He's a he's a position coach. He's a quarterback coach. He can see things. He can teach guys how to throw that ball, how to read, how to be smart. He's just not a play caller. And we fired him. Hopefully, we'll fare better because we weren't being a very aggressive offense. Uh, we weren't sustaining drives. Turn made our defense suck or look like they suck because they're on the field for 50 plus plays in the game. That's hard. So. Yeah, you know, it's it's truly. I had to accept it. I hate saying it because it's cliche. It's truly a rebuilding year. It really is. We got a very young team, and we we're nursing a young quarterback, letting him get his bumps and bruises. And we need to get up. We need to fill off the line up with the guys that can really get the job done. A couple guys there that. So. And just here, this is what it is this year. We go, we go, we go, we go. Hey, taking the bumps and the bruises, the falling. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, I just, it, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. So. The bottom line, we both picked the fucking wrong pick. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Well, hey, Cardinals. I mean, oh, oh. only way they, only one way to go is up. All right. Don't figure that shit out. Maybe that's what it. Sometimes that's what it takes. You gotta make some. You gotta make some shit shake when it comes to the staff. And hey, nobody, nobody wishes for someone to lose their job. But sometimes you, you gotta, you gotta make some changes. Now, you gotta make some changes. Yeah, that's the business. That's the business. Well, we'll get down to business right off the bat, starting with an AFC matchup. It's the Titans at the L.A., Orange County, San Diego, Barstow, half of Las Vegas, motherfucking Lake Tahoe Chargers. Uh, and the line is six and a half for the Chargers at home, question mark? Yeah, and, and, and Wembley Stadium in London, so I guess it's the Charger game at home. Um, oh, they are in London. Yeah, oh, motherfucker. So it's, um, yeah. So it's uh yeah. The home game for the Chargers, yeah, I'm trying to see right now what the weather's like. So, I'm going Chargers either way it go. I just feel like their offense will be more polished and they'll get the W. Yeah, I agree. I'm going with the with the Chargers who are I guess considered to be the home team. NFL, I mean, I don't know if you're trying to like create fan bases that need like that need more fans, because they always pick these weird as fuck matchups. To send over to London, I still don't really understand that shit. But whatever, uh, you know. I know a lot of players don't like the London game because it's fun to go to London. It's probably not that fun to travel for 15 hours and be jet lagged and all this other shit. Really? You know what I mean? Fuck. Fuck that. I can't even imagine. But nonetheless, I'm with JB. I think you know. Char- I mean, dude, Chargers. You know, Chargers. Look out, man! Like they, the one thing that they have over the Chiefs is they are a lot better on defense. They are. They're a lot better on defense. So, yeah, Gordon, Gordon's playing at a high level, man. Philip Rivers found a found you, um, and their defense yeah. just playing lights out ball. And Chargers over. The yeah, I agree. We're both on the same. We're both on the same page with that. Uh, moving right along, it's the Pats, dude, uh, versus the Bears, and the line is two and a half for the Pats on the road. Mm-hmm. And now the, the the thing about the, the Patriots that they started to pick up momentum and start picking up up, up speed. And they started to find out who they really are and what they really have around this time. You know, the first quarter with the Patriots is usually like the first round of a boxing match with two two younger fighters. Yeah. It's more of a fill out round. Uh, so that's what they do, and then they kind of take it how it goes. And they use the pretty well. I mean, they're four and two right now. Brady has his, all his. He's fully loaded again. All right, he's got all his weapons. 
and their defense is starting to play back up the par. Hey, I'm going Patriots. I just don't see Bears beating. Yeah, I agree. Now is the time of year where you see the Patriots start hitting the groove. Now they got Edelman back. You know, they're they're hot and cold on they're hot and cold on you know on defense. They don't really have much of a pass rush. I don't know that it's going to matter so much because I think really what it, I think the Bears' problem is going to be continue to be their problem is that you don't really know what you're going to get out of that off, particularly when it comes to the pass. You know, they can control the line of scrimmage pretty well, but ultimately it's just it's a classic case of putting too much pressure on the defense, particularly the defensive line. You know, I I, I like JB said, I think I think it's going to be a little jab for jab in the beginning, but then you know. Uh, Tom Brady is going to get on his QVC shit and start slicing and dicing, baby. And it uh, it may get a little tricky for the Bears. So we're both picking the pass on that. Going right along, uh, this is a potential, do I really got to pick this game? And this is the Bills, the fucking Bills, at the Colts. And the line is 7.5 for the Colts at home. Now, I really just want to understand why they put an AccuWeather forecast up for this game because Colts do play in a time. Right, right. It is indoors. Hey, I don't get it. You know, it is what it is, though. But um, Bills, Colts, um, I don't know, man. Like, Jesus Christ, do I really got to pick this game? You know, you never know what Bills team is going to show up. That's the problem. You know, some days days their defense is lights out. I do know that they have uh, um, Anderson starting. And, uh, I mean, he's a heck of a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And he's been a backup in the league for years. Derek Anderson, you know what I'm talking about. Been backup for Carolina for years. He was with uh, who was he with? Oh, exactly. Good question. Anyway, we'll figure that out. You know, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, with all that being said, I'm gonna go coach just because I don't, I don't think that the Bills are very uh, just, just the coach are gonna fight you tooth and nail pretty much every week. Uh, seven and a half. I'm not. I don't know about all that, but I'm gonna go with the coach. I agree. Ugly game. Um, the Bills are basically last in every offensive category. Um, you know, Derek Anderson, you know, is 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 certainly a step up, I think, from Nathan Peterman, but he's also been not playing. And he's also a little bit older, and he's also just getting into the lineup. So, you know, it's not like they're getting fucking uh, a clone of Aaron Rodgers to step in and, and play, play the position for him. So... I don't think they really have that much for them, even though you know the Colts definitely leave something to be desired. But you know they do they do have some firepower on offense, and I think it's going to be enough to get past a very fucking bipolar uh, Bills team. All right, moving right along, it's the Kitties taking that fucking trip to Winvenido on Miami. They're going. They're going to the fucking, JB, they're going to the fucking Bermuda Triangle known as Hard Rock, Rock Stadium. I don't know what it is about that stadium, but they just have a way of getting teams to play down to their bullshit level. Uh, the Dolphins are 3-0 and at home, uh, but the line is 3 for the Kitties on the road. Well, this is going to be my, my bookie uh, bet of the week. I'm going to roll with the janky-ass Dolphins, bro. And I, and it's just, oh, no! Look, listen, the fucking part about it is like, it's the same. It's the, it's the equivalent for both of you guys to me. Like every in my playing experience, whenever I went to Detroit, it was janky. Whenever I played in Miami, it was janky. It was just it's just something about those cities, you know what I'm saying? Like for you for Detroit, it's just like it's fucking boring. It's just fucking dead. You know what I'm saying? And of, of course, yeah. and that this was back in the day. Now the city of Detroit is just wonderful things. It's, the city is brighter now. It's better now. But when I was going back, to get shit, man. That was that was the slums of Detroit. Everywhere was the slums. It was boring as hell, and it was. 
It was it was always cold as fuck, and it was just janky. You know what I'm saying? But then you go to yeah. Miami, and it's like it's hoes everywhere, and it's kind of hard yeah, to yeah. concentrate. You know what I'm saying? It's just janky. So I know how it is. I know the experience. You know, y'all probably went out there two days early. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe you didn't. But either way it goes, you go down there, right. and it's just janky. And they're having a little success now, so I, I can only imagine how crazy it is in that hard rock right now. So I'm gonna roll the Dolphins on this. Man. Yeah, I mean, listen, I would never bet on this game. Fuck, Fuck that. Um, you know, I think I think the kitties do get it done with a, just a little bit more consistency, um, and I think they're gonna really they're really starting to establish the running game. I mean, the Dolphins, you know, they they got they got a, the man the man that they call the heist. Rock Osweiler starting for them this week. Um, you know, yeah, like exactly. Fucking robbing the bank, goddammit. Um, you know, Dolphins, I mean, they got a way of, you know, creating that atmosphere, I guess, at home. And, you know, any any anything is possible with the cardiac kitties, I suppose, especially, you know, on the road. I unfortunately think the Lions are going to play down to their level, which is, a, you know, it sucks, but it's just kind of true. Um, but I think so, just some more dynamic weapons and just and just it really just comes down to better just having better players. I mean, you got you got a better quarterback, you got a better offensive, you know, you got better offensive weapons. You know, top one of the top passing defenses in the league. So they're gonna they're gonna force them to run the ball. But to me, this could definitely be a, a turnover based game for sure, which sucks. But could, it could be last last team with the ball win. So we're picking our own teams, picking the kitties. But anything could happen in this game. Reviewers, uh, shout out to our fine sponsor, MyBookie. I personally want to bet in this game. So God bless you if you do. Um, Moving right along, it's the Skull Vikings at the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. And the line is three and a half for the Vikings on the road. It's going to be a beautiful day of football in East East Rutherford, New Jersey. Um, Two things got to happen for both teams. They both have to shut down the run. Jets can run the ball very well. Hell, Aaron, I mean, uh, uh, Sam Donald is really kind of coming into his own as a quarterback. You know, this play action pass stuff. This game is a definitely a home game type of game. Road Jets on this one, and I don't really have a defined reason. I just feel like they're a very equally matched team. The Jets are going to have the, the, the competitive edge being at home. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm picking the I'm picking the Jets as well. Um, you know, they definitely need to, to, to beef up the squad in terms of, you know, some true playmakers. But, you know, they, they are learning. Darnold's improving, and they are learning how to finish. I mean, they, they've, had, they've had some opportunities, you know, especially, especially against teams that can kind of have some struggles passing. Now, you know, it's hard to make the comparison sometimes between a Kirk Cousins and a Case Keenum because I do think truly... Kirk Cousins is the better quarterback. Is he head and shoulders better than Case Keenum? I'm not going to go that far, but they do have, and they do have some, I think some better options. I mean, Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen is a fucking horse. I mean, no matter how you slice it, that kid can play. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with, with this. Um, so I'm picking, I'm picking the Jets as well. I think they can win at home. Moving right along, we're taking it into some rapid fire. Uh, it's JB's former employer, the Black Cats, the Panthers, at his drafting team, the Eagles, and the line is Eagles five at home. Well, E A G L E S Eagles, and, and, and that's the tough one for me. So just because I, I touched their soil first, I'm going with the Eagles. Right, I'm going with the Eagles as well. I think they're going to start playing some good ball now. 
Panthers a little bit too inconsistent, especially on the road. They're 0-2 on the road. I'm picking the Eagles as well. Move right along. It's the Browns going to the pirate ship. Browns at Buccaneers, and the line is 3.5 for the Bucks at home. Ew. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, ew. I'm going to go with the home game. I mean, the home team again. Yeah, I mean, just because the Browns are they're the Browns. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're playing better ball. They're more exciting this year. But they're still the Browns. Right. So Bucks, a more defined team going to Bucks. I agree. Uh, Buccaneers, you know, at home. I don't know if they have a true home field advantage, but uh, you know, Browns are Browns are getting there. They're they're figuring it out, but not enough trust there for me to, to pick them on the road. Yeah. Move right along. AFC South matchup. It's the Texans, who are now three and three, against the shit talking, but having a little bit of trouble backing it up. Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> And the line is four for the Jaguars at home. Yeah, uh, those Stank Bortles, man. He's he's really making it hard for this team to be successful. And the fact that they can't get Leonard Fournette uh, healthy. Uh, they did trade uh, did trade the Browns for Carlos Hyde. So they do right. have another running back alongside Fournette and other cat Alabama. But um, either way it goes. With all that being said, I feel like the Texans will fare better against Jacksonville. It's going to be a sloppy game. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think the, the Texans are starting to put some things together, and it's becoming very apparent that the Jaguars are really relying a lot on that defense and, you know, in some cases not even stepping up in, in certain places where they should be. Obviously, Fournette is really killing them being out. They did sign Carlos Hyde, and they just got to find a way. Whatever the fuck they did last year, they got to find a way to do that shit again and get right. the very best out of Blake Bortles. Right. So I don't know, man. And they 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 need more. I mean, they need more help on the on the receiving end too. I mean, they got rid of some guys that they probably shouldn't have let go. But we talked about it at the very beginning of the season. It is what it is. They can't do shit about it now. So we're both picking the Texans. Uh, moving right along, mm. here's an interesting matchup. I'm definitely going to be watching this game. Yeah. It's the Saints uh, going marching in to the Ravens, and the line is two and a half for the Ravens at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ravens, again, another team that's kind of like, what? Now, the, the thing is that if they can protect Flacco, he's going to throw the ball down the field. Uh, Smoke Brown does his thing. Perhaps if he's catching the ball that day, they're dangerous. They have a, a plethora of weapons, and they will ground and pound you to death. I know for a fact the Saints don't play very well on the road. Secondly, they don't play very well on grass. And I got to go with the Ravens, man. This is one of those, that's, this is one of those places that truly has home field advantage. M&T Bank Stadium is going to be a beautiful day in Baltimore, Maryland. 54 degrees. Got to roll with the Ravens for more. I agree. I'm going with the Ravens. Uh, Saints are unpredictable when they play outdoors. And the Ravens have a very good defense. Um, and if they can, you know, if they can shake shit up with Drew, um, it could help them out, do just they enough to get it done. It's going to be a good matchup, man. This this is this is the type of matchup that you're looking for. Uh, I just think, you know, roles reverse, probably pick the Saints, um, but it's not. Ravens at home, and they're very they're becoming very stout, classic Ravens defense. Mm-hmm. And I'm picking the Ravens, too, taking them at home. Uh, all right, Bizzle Man's division. Rams, is Rams, Rams, West. Rams, 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 Rams. You know, you know JB. You know JB just has a pick when he, he sounds like he has fucking Tourette's. Ram, fucking Rams, 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 Rams. Yeah, Rams. I mean, shit. The, the Niners kind of shocked me. They came to play. I don't think last week on Monday Night Football, 
But damn it, this is not a fucking, this is not Sunday Night Football or Monday Night Football. Y'all ain't going to show up this week. And uh, I'm taking the Rams as well. <laughs> All right, NFC East matchup. Talk, yeah, JB, you want to talk about jank-ass teams. You don't know what you're going to get. It's the Cowgirls at the Deadskins, and the line is a point for the Deadskins at home. Good yeah. Lord. I think it's trying to get somebody in trouble. Um, you know what? I'm going to roll with the Cowboys on this one. Reason being is that they have a defined run game. Zach, Zach Prescott, it's really starting. He's really starting to get in the groove. He is. He's starting to get in the groove. He's starting to realize that you're not going to make plays with my feet and my arm. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. It's not right now. It's by any means necessary to win the game. Last year, they were trying to keep him in the pocket. Now he has a mindset. He's like, fuck this. If I got to run, I'm going to run to get the first down. And Zeke's going to do what Zeke do. And their defense is going to continue to play sneaky good ball. Okay? They're 0-3 away. They get their first win away. And the Redskins are just, you know, they're, they, they're going to they're gonna continue to show themselves as what we all know they are. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm picking the. I'm going the other way. I'm gonna pick the uh, the old dead skin yeah. at home. Um, Cowboys very very hot and cold. Um, you know, and the Redskins, they're not the most exciting team, but they may just not fuck up enough. Yes, that's that's a real. The viewers are making that up. That's a new category. Exactly. Not fuck up enough to win the game. So I'm gonna pick the, the the Redskins in a game that I will not be watching. But boy, am I gonna pick them to win? How about that? Yeah. Uh, now here's a game I'm gonna watch. This is the Bungles at the Chiefs Sunday Night Football, and the line is a six points for the Chiefs at home. I wouldn't take the line, but I'm taking the Chiefs. And the Chiefs. All right, reviewers. My my bookie bet of the week. Oh man. The Bungles go in and steal one at Arrowhead. Oh, yeah. I know what you're thinking. How good is that meth you're smoking? Yeah, well, it must be pretty good. I was about to say, you might always just open your window right now. I know your apartment quite well, so just open the back door and just take whatever money you're going to bet on it and just throw it out to your neighbors. Lay it on fire. Yeah, hey, my bookie. My bookie. Here comes a direct deposit. You're welcome. Uh, my bookie bet of the week. Uh, I'm picking the Bungles. Chiefs! Oh, Chiefs, you got to get in firefights every week to win games. But I don't know if you can do it this week. Bungles, as much as we try to find ways to let you know that they are jank as fuck, they have actually had a a way of proving us wrong. And uh, I think they're going to get a big, much-needed win this week to stay in the hunt to win their division. Um... You know, I'm not. I'm not going to write in the Chiefs to the Super Bowl just yet, man. They're a good as hell team, but man, they got to they got to get their weight up on defense. Easy. Jesus Christ! Easy. Speaking of teams, JB, that need to fucking get their weight up on defense. It's our last pick of this week with the Monday Night Foosball. Shit, Monday Night Football. It's the Giants at the Falcons, and the line is four for the Falcons at home. You know what? Falcons at home. And because they in the big Maybach, that, that's the reason why. They in the big Maybach, Falcons at home. I don't the G Man ain't gonna get nothing done. The Falcons defense is, is wiggity 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 whack like crisscross, but they're gonna do enough to beat the wiggity 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 whack Giants. In the big Maybach. So, again, I don't know why they put an AccuWeather up in the big Maybach. You know what I'm saying? The top will not be open. I don't think it will be. But, well, maybe it will be. It's going to be a beautiful fall day. So, 65 degrees. So, big Maybach, 
the roof will be peeled back on the big Maybach. I'm going to say it. And the Falcons are going to get a win. Over the- yeah, I agree. I think, you know, this is going to be a little bit more dynamic in the past game. And if, if they can contain Saquon Barkley, if they can contain him, you know, they'll they'll win handedly. Otherwise, it's going to be an uncomfortably close game for them. But, yeah, man, I mean, not big, big expectations for either team. But I'm also going to pick the Falcons at home as well. The Cheese Eaters, the Raiders, the Steelers, and the Squawk are on bye week this week. So we will see who is right, who is wrong, who is both right, who is both wrong. And that's it for Savage Picks Week 7. Um, Now, reviewers, we're going to give you our patented live read. But uh, after that, we're going to be sharing some uh, some choice clips for the next 15-20 minutes of some of our our greatest moments over the 100 100 episodes. So we we, uh, hope you enjoy that. Um, any any final any final thoughts, Bizzleman, before we get into our patented live read from from my bookie for, based on our hundred episodes and all the savage greatness that we've been able to present to the reviewers out there? Ray Caruth is free. I do repeat, what? Ray Caruth has been released from prison today. All right, um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Oh, Seven, shit. Wait, did you 17, play with 17, him? 17 years I charged you, huh? Did you play with him? Hell no. Nah. I was going to say. That group all this shit. He was, he was, he was the first damn, guy in 97. He's been in jail for 17 years. He's 44 years old. I ain't that damn. I ain't far away, but I ain't that damn. Dang, was he? Okay, 01. Yeah, 01. You were. Oh, yeah, never mind. Uh, ah, I got my years mixed up. Yeah, I was still repping, repping that black and gold. Yep. Oh yeah, you're still yeah, you're to still the top, you know to the top. Ah, and I was like, I, I forgot. I remember you played for the uh, the Panthers. Goddamn. I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, JB, how does it feel to be 100 episodes in? You're like, Ray Ruth got out of jail. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Ruth, man. You are a reform man. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it's funny, but he went to jail for pretty much allegedly killing. But you know that's the uh, that's the judicial system, in in this is America. Uh, <laughs> here's what it is, man. Here's what it is. But well, he's free now. You know what I'm saying? I know. Not sure how that's gonna work out for him. But Ray Crew free. Yep. Yeah. Here it is. Other than that, man, uh, we appreciate y'all rocking with us. We love y'all, Dev man. I hope the episode's in. What a blessing. And we appreciate y'all support and love and feedback. Five stars on iTunes. Continue to rock with us on social media. Yes. So continue to pop up yes. good content at JB and Benny yes. on iTunes. But on, on IG and on Twitter. We're going to mm-hmm. continue to pop it up there. On Facebook, same shit. Fuck with us, fuck with us on YouTube. Uh, just fuck with us in general, man. You see us out in the streets. Say what's up. My here in these Phoenix streets. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. doing and grooving a whole lot more. My man Benny out there in them LA streets. I will be in LA. Yeah. On the weekend of the third for the party, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, RSVP, motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? 100 yeah. episodes, part of the Century Mark party. Hope to see everybody there. We can't wait to see everybody there. And Mama knows. Yeah, Dave and Buster's Hollywood. Come fuck with us. Make sure you're RSVP and get us on our social media for the details on that. JB and Benny, the review.com. So right after this patented, patented live read, you're going to be catching a few clips of these in the last 15 minutes of the episode of some of our greatest moments. Yes over our motherfucking 100 episodes. And we really do appreciate you for joining us. And uh, so without further ado, and we have a special message here. <laughs> My bookie, goddammit. My bookie.
Alright reviewers, sure watching football is fun, but it's more entertaining when you have some action on the games, right? Guys, you've heard us talk about this for weeks, and some of you are still on the sidelines, alright? Whether you're an expert or a rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. Uh, if you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little, win a lot, like playing the numbers on roulette, you can create a big parlay. Pick three teams to win. And if you hit all three, you can win. I mean, you can turn $100 into $600. That's right. I said you can turn $100 into $600, okay? There's so much to bet on. Playoff baseball, hockey, primetime fights, and more. But my bookie is one of the best. We know you'll be happy with all year. Why we recommend these guys because we really trust them. My bookie has been in business for years. They got great online reviews and their mobile site is easy to use. If you're on the sidelines, now is the time to get in the game. My bookie will still... Match your first deposit dollar for dollar, but you got to join now because they will be pulling that offer. All right, so log on to MyBookie right now and double your money. Use promo code Benny and you'll get your first deposit match 100%. That's promo code Benny, B-E-N-N-Y. MyBookie, you play, you win, and you get paid. Oh, yeah. Reviewers, reviewers, this is it for our live recording. We really love you. Really appreciate you rocking with us. Enjoy these clips. Yes. From some of our best moments over these hundred episodes, and cheers, Bizzle Man. Yeah. I love you like a brother. Love cheers to hundred more and hundred more after that. Let's keep having fun and let's give and let's keep being for the people and by the people. Because God damn it, that's what we do. Yes, we do. And that's it. Enjoy these clips, reviewers. And Until Konichiwa. next week. <laughs> Konnichiwa, bitches. We out. <laughs> Getting into the so-called experts nowadays, you got the guys, the, you know the you know the big guys. You got the Todd McShays, the Mel Kuypers, the Adam Schefters, the oh, Chris yeah. Mortensons. But then you also got anybody with a Twitter account, and everybody between, with a Twitter account, yeah. with blogs and all and all that stuff. Everybody's a critic and everybody's an expert. Exactly, exactly. So now, from your perspective, from that from the from the player behind the scenes perspective. What has been your kind of, in terms of when you played, when you were coming up through it, what was your experience, you know, possibly dealing with these so-called experts or maybe some of the things that they wrote about you as well would be interesting to hear. Well, I, I had to make uh, Mel Kuyper, who was a young Mel Kuyper at the time, had to make him eat his words at the Senior Bowl. Nice. Uh, I didn't even get invited to the Senior Bowl at first. My agent had to bust his ass to get me in there, even though I statistically was one of the best offensive linemen in the nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I played at Southern Miss, so... Who the fuck is Southern Miss? Like, you're nobody. You're not right. Ohio State. You're not Florida State. Right. You know, these are the kids we want in the senior bowl. In the marquee. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. How about I whoop everybody's ass in the senior bowl right. that you like? You know what I'm saying? How about I do that? Right. So that's exactly what I did. And then Mel Kuyper had to eat his words. He called me, if not the best, one of the best offensive linemen in the senior bowl. Uh, sustain my blocks. Play with great, uh, how do you say it? Play with great upper body strength. Nice. Uh, drove with my legs. Good, good knee bend. So on and so forth. He had to eat his words. Nice. Because he felt like I shouldn't have been there. You know, nice. he felt like maybe it was too big of a stage for Jeremy Bridges. Oh. He don't know Jeremy oh. Bridges too well. Oh, well, wasn't he wrong? Shout out to Mel and that wig piece. Yeah, cut, take that <laughs> shit off your damn head and sway your sideburns. No, it, it's, it, it's interesting because one, one, one of my favorite um, voice to men, that whole R&B era right. of the 90s, the baby making music. Yeah. Joe, funny, Joe funny, to see yeah. all that. It's funny yeah. you say that because you said the Bee Gees.
There's a lot of BGs. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of it in you. Like, when this kid gets in, in yeah. falsetto. Get the falsetto. It's like, <laughs> Barry all day. He, he yeah. can live in falsetto. Barry and Robin. Like, yeah. you know, so it, it, it's just crazy to me that he said uh, the BGs. I, I, I just caught my hair because I looked exactly like Barry. Yeah? Yeah, it was like the whole thing. Yeah, bring it back. It <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's all day with these kids. Oh, but, yeah, I, I just like to incorporate it all. Um, right. With, with what's current now. Right, yeah. It, it's always never going to be just the one artist. But I'm glad you brought mm-hmm. up Justin Timberlake because I think something that you probably admire about his career is like, you know, obviously he came up in a certain way where it's like you go through the boy band system and that sort of puts Disney, you in a certain the Disney, place. You know, the right, Disney, Disney the boy yeah. band, and then that's sort of a foundation. But, you know, ever since he went solo, he's always progressed as an artist mm-hmm. and he's always he's always done to me it seems like he's always done what he wants to do yeah is that kind of like been like a, a he for you? he is not afraid to take it where he wants to take right. it and uh what i see happening with some of my friends who are artists right and um they've had success is they're you know they're they're playing the game of what's happening now they get, they, they get ran they follow out. They the get, trends. They, they get sucked up into you the know. mainstream. And yeah, um, yeah. It, I mean, which is which is if that's what you want to do, then do it. I, for me personally, I whatever's trending, I go the other way. Right, right. Um, no, I mean that that makes complete sense, and I think that I mean that um, to me that's something that's going to be I think appealing to a large audience. Is, and you know we've had this conversation with your brother where it's like. There are very familiar elements about you, but the thing I think the the sweet spot and, and the way to find that success is utilizing that, but also making it your own, where you can slide in the playlist with other big artists of the day. But it's like, okay, some of this kind of sounds familiar, but it, it, it brings up enough to, to be discovered. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. this guy, I, I like what this, I like what he's doing, but he's taking this another way. Right. You know what I mean? Is that kind of how you feel about it? Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, you got great hair, bro. Thank you, man. Oh, let me tell you, yo, I was, yeah. I didn't that, even that listen. Earned, earned I didn't, I didn't, I didn't listen to one baby. word he just said to me right now. I was looking, I was like, yo, he, it took him nice. forty-five minutes to fix his hair before this podcast. Like, yeah. He has a slick background. Yo, normally, it normally, point, it's bro. eyes. I have impregnated eyes. It is on point. Yo, he was asking me these questions, bro. I was like, yo, listen, like how's his hair? Listen, I'm at, I'm at Haha's on June fifth. Yes. Um, I'm gonna be at the Comedy Store Belly Room coming soon. I'm gonna get to see this hair. Plug it. Plug it. So yeah. Man. We, are, we, we are the plug. On um, point. But wrapping up, thank you for the compliment. You are the best. <laughs> yes, he, 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 is, he is a wild boy. That's a lot of shit. It's so much fun, bro. Thanks for the intro, You are the best. He's an expert. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, look, guy, so, 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 look, let's get call me, man. It can be on here with you. Of course. Oh, yeah, man. We're close. I'm, I'm proud to see what you're, what you're doing. You're making strides. Yeah, man. You know that life after uh, football is difficult on some people, but, you know, you got a voice and needs to be heard, so I'm glad you, you had me on. All right, no doubt, man. Of course, man. You know what I'm saying? I thought, I, when, I, when I first found out the All or Nothing thing was going on, I was like, shit, I, I, I know exactly who I can call. Mm-hmm. You know, I can call, you know, my guy. He's going to shoot it to me straight. So, look, let's, 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 let's get this thing going, Frost. You grew up in L.A. Go ahead. Not not L.A. Uh, let's say you grew up in Orange, Orange County, County. Justin, Orange, County. Orange County, right? So kind of explain this, like for people that don't know the whole, you know, I'm, I'm from the country, you know what I'm saying? So with high school football, it's you got high school football, you got you, you got division, you win your division, you go to the state tournament, and you win, go to the state tournament, eventually you get to the ship, play for the ship. Now, me being out here, my son goes to Crenshaw, so 
after last year, going through the whole, you go through the season. Right, the playoff system is crazy. So you go through city, and then you have to go through city and be very, very good in city to even get into the state tournament. So how was it a testing? You know, did y'all did y'all do good things? What was going on there? We did. Um, we had a lot of good squads when I was there. Um, as you know, Deshaun Foster led it all. Uh, first one, you know, I think it was '99 when he left. Had uh, kind of put us on the map and get, you know. Right, right. Recruiters and schools to come out, check us out. But uh, I played with uh, uh, a lot of dogs. We had uh, Matt McCoy, like my best friend. I grew up with him. He uh, ended up from Tustin High going to San Diego State, get drafted second round um, to Philadelphia Eagles. Played, I think, eight years in the NFL. Someone I grew up in the street with. Um, my boy Chris Chester, same thing. Grew up together. Um, played high school ball to Oklahoma. Ended up in a national championship. I'm throw that out there too. Right, right. Um, right. right. We haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's still in the league. We're, we're uh, both going in our 11th year. Right. Um, we had Sam Baker, offensive tackle. Another guy that you should know of. He uh, played in uh, Atlanta, but right. you know he went to USC with me. Right. And you know was a first round pick. And, you know, we had some guys coming out of there, and we are just a public school. It wasn't a private school, nothing like that. Right. Um, you know, we, we would be we advanced, I think, the playoff system. I think you got the first round, you got the quarter, and then you got the semis championship. And, you know, my team, unfortunately, we lost in the semis to uh, a bunch of guys that didn't go play nowhere. Right. <laughs> ain't that the worst, man? You know what I'm saying? That's the, yeah, that's, that's the like, worst in the world, man. You know? They turn. Oh. I have, like nightmares that these guys are watching me on Sunday right. and telling like their kids yeah. that they got me. Right, yeah, I used to block, I used to, I used to hem him up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was on tape, you know, and it was on tape. So, right. You know, that's the honest guy don't lie. Of course, the honest guy don't lie. Right. So, please don't take what the fuck we finna say personal. <laughs> right, right. But you own as fuck. The father time is undefeated. So, so retire. It's not, not a big deal. What else you got to yes. prove? What else you got to prove? Right. All right. Now we're going to hand it over to, to the basketball guy himself. Exactly. I, I guess the only thing that bothers me with that is uh, I wish he would have told us earlier in the year, you know, kind of give him the Kobe treatment because I feel like Tim deserved that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you watched Kobe go to every arena and I actually went and I watched Kobe versus LeBron's last game. And I never, I'm a LeBron guy, I've never, you know, right. I, I respected Kobe, but that night, you know, I wanted to watch his last game. Right, you know, of course, of course. It was amazing. And I just kind of feel bad for Tim to kind of go out like that. Watching like, the game, I was waiting on Pop to pull him out because OKC's a classy organization. Yeah. They gave him a standing ovation. Something. They, they would have noticed Tim Duncan coming out of the game, shaking hands with his teammates, he got a standing ovation. But right. at the same time, it's the uncertainty. We don't know if he's going to retire or not. So, Pop right. didn't want to disrespect him and be like, get your old ass out of the game, Tim. You did it for right. me. We love you. I love you. Right. Have a seat, and we're going to give you a nice little standing ovation from OKC's crowd. He's so, done. it's not right. certain. They don't know. He's right. done, bro. I agree. And, and to your point, as if you're comparing him to Kobe, I don't, you know, I don't know what you guys think, but in my opinion, I don't think that would have been, even if we would have, even if we would have known. Like, beginning of the season, you know, November, whatever, Tim Duncan holds a press conference, I'm done after this year. Is it within his style no. to even do something no, like that? That's the thing. Not at all. That's, that's, I mean, I thought about that as well. Like, he's just not the guy that wants 
that shine like that. Right. I'll never forget. He never was that guy. You don't never, need it. No, never. Never. I remember in 07, um, when they when they won the chip against uh, the Cavs that year, and Tony Parker won Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Tim was as happy for Tony Parker as he was like had he actually won that MVP. Right. He's, it's never about the shine for him. It's just get the win. Let's get out of here. Right. Right. It did kind of like it kind of hurt a little bit watching the guy walk off the court last night. And he did. I don't know if you guys noticed it, but he just put his hand up like this to the crowd. Right. I didn't see that. No. I think that was kind of like yeah, that was kind of it's it. over. Yeah. Right? That was it. That was yeah. my that's like, goodbye. Really yeah. Going out like that, that's man. Like goodbye. you know, yeah. I felt like there should have been like a ten minute ovation, something like. But he don't need yeah. it. But I get it. He don't need yeah. it. He don't need it. That's not him. Uh, right. Watch an interview with him and Bruce Bowen on ESPN. Uh, you know, Tim's a very charismatic guy. People don't really know that about him. Yeah, he was he was he was lively. He was funny. You know, I, I laughed like th- through the whole thing, and just watching him talk about his his second passion, which is cars and building building old cars up. You know, saying getting getting the motors right and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Just watching the guy, I'm like, man, he you know he's got a he's got it. You know what I'm saying? He's he's played it. He's won the championships. He's won the MVPs. Right now, he's got two kids. Married, he's a family guy. Man, just go right. live your life, boss. There's right. nothing else to prove. Please, I'll, my my thing in sports is is that let them bow out gracefully. Mm-hmm. Bow out gracefully. Don't make your respective sport kick your ass out. Right, you right. Know? So now coming from a place like Orlando, obviously, especially back in the '90s, man, that that was the factory in terms of like the Nickelodeon shows and that kind of you know with a lot of child actors and that whole sort of thing. Now, you being a alumni of Dr. Phillips, shout out to DJ Kelly. Hey, come on, man. DPH. Wait, what, yeah. what you mean? He went there? Yes. yes. You didn't know that? Shut up. Yeah. Shut Chad up. knows DJ that. Kelly, yeah. Callum went to Dr. DJ Phillips? DJ Kelly went to Dr. Yeah, Phillips. And you should see his high school picture because he looks ridiculous. Is he from Orlando? <laughs> Another He's one. He's from Orlando, but he doesn't claim Orlando, apparently. You know, Miami Turns people We're blowing, uh, listen, you know. audience, Look. we're blowing uh, Mr. Davis's mind here. He did not, right. number one, did not know DJ Khaled attended his high school. Let's do a rundown real quick he about who's does Miami. Not claim who all Miami claim, right? DJ Khaled claims Miami, all yep. right? Lil Wayne, born in New Orleans, claims Miami, yep. all right? We can go on and on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another one. Another one. Wow. Major Keeler. Cloth talk right here, Cloth baby. Talk. Major Keeler. What year, though? Because he's about 40 so old, so he's probably like early. It was before you. Yeah, it was, it yeah, was before you. It was before you. Wow. I bring, I bring up Dr. Phillips. I bring up Dr. Phillips because because you got started at such a young age. Like you said, your mom was picking up on you, watching so much TV, kind of picked up on your interest to push you into classes. Did you have that kind of typical experience where you got to be in like the drama class? Like Were those things, were you still a part of those things in high school? I mean, I, I, so the funny story is I, I had to audition to go to Dr. Phillips because I lived in Pine Hills mm-hmm. and I was out of districts. So I was supposed to go to Evans, right. uh, which is like this. Chris Johnson's from Pine Hills, correct? Area adjacent? Mercy Drive. Okay. You know, Winter yeah. Garden, Winter Garden area. Yeah. Chris Johnson went to, he uh, he was supposed to go to, I think, West Orange or Evans, but he, he ended up going to Olympia mm-hmm. after his uh, freshman year because mm. that was like our, all of our first years going to Olympia when they first built the school. But no, he, he didn't, uh, mm. he's not from Pineville, but Winter Garden, okay. Mercy Drive area. Right, right, okay. Uh, but yeah, um, I I, uh, I was supposed to go to, to Evans. I lived in Pine Hills, which is out of, you know, out of zone. And so to go to Dr. Phillips, because that's where I wanted to go, I had to audition to get into the magnet program, right. the drama theater magnet program. So, yeah, I, I auditioned to get in, and yeah, I made it. But as soon as I got in, I didn't do one play. I didn't do a dog on right. I didn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. All I did is I wanted to play sports. Like, I hadn't even played football until I got to high school. It was all about basketball. I got my first taste of football in high school, and so it was, I, it was a passion that never left my bones ever since. Yeah. So because I was so engulfed in sports, whether it be track, football, 
little bit of basketball, there's more or less football and track. I didn't really want to do nothing. Weightlifting team, I didn't want to do nothing. I didn't have time to right. stay after school and be in the, and make do plays because it was all about football year round, practice and working out. So sure I didn't do nothing to the point where they threatened to kick me out because I wasn't involved. I wasn't getting any magnet credits. And so they actually did. I had to have a like a probation discussion after my, I think, so my sophomore year. Uh, and they were like, you got to be active. We got to go. I was like, all right, I'll be more active. I tend to be active one time, miss one practice. My coach was like, miss, miss another practice. Yeah. And so I was like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So like, I had to start using like my address from Tangelo part mm-hmm. to, to keep going to it. So, so yeah, so I got in the theater magnet program in school mm-hmm. and never did one. And you weren't even doing it. You got in the program and <laughs> doing sports. Didn't do one single wow. thing. The but, irony. Let's be clear, the baby. Irony. Yeah. It's FOE, football over, over everything. everything. Yeah. 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 All so, day. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. What's up? This is JB. And this is Benny Blue. And you're listening to the JB and, and Benny Blue Review. Benny Blue Review. Boom. And there it is. Wireless on the most reliable network nationwide. That's cool. But with my wireless, I get unlimited for just 30 bucks. Impressive. But does yours have 5G included? Of course. And my wireless saves me 400 bucks a year. <clears throat> That's because you all have Xfinity Mobile with your internet. It's wireless so good, it keeps one-upping itself. $30 per line per month. Taxes and fees extra. Compares pricing of top carriers. Xfinity internet required. Reduced speeds up to 20 gigabits of usage per line. Most reliable based on root metrics. Yields report. Results vary. Non-endorsement. Mondays. Just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.